episode 97. P is for pathetic. We're talking Raiders and Saints. Chiefs had a bye week. Coach, I'm a little upset. How are you doing today? Well, actually, I just would like to be referred to as Dr. Coach today. Dr. Coach. A Dr. Coach. Dr. Coach is here for you. He wants you to <laughs> express how you're feeling. Um, and uh, I am going to try and give you a diagnosis after this uh, therapy session is done. So you go in. I got nothing to talk about. The Chiefs were chilling. They're playing Call of Duty. Uh, Travis Kelsey was watching his brother play. So Chiefs are all good, man. I want to hear what you got to say. I actually called you yesterday to get a little. Um, You're like, excited. A little, yeah. Not, I wasn't necessarily excited. I want a little trailer preview of what today was going to be like. Didn't get it. You you held tight and you said, just wait for the episode tomorrow. So let's hear it. To be fair, my kids were around. I had just gone hiking. Let, let me just paint the picture for you. So I want to watch this game. Sundays are very active in my family. I, I sit down and rocking my 98 Max Crosby jersey, who apparently dressed up as a ghost because nobody touched the freaking quarterback all day long. Anyways, the game is an absolute disaster. I told Eric, you know, I go hiking up this mountain uh, in a state that he used to reside in. And I honestly could just picture the, the entire Raiders team falling off the mountain because that's basically what happened. Um, 24 to 0 against Andy freaking Red Rifle Dalton. He goes 22 for 30, 229, two touchdowns, no picks. Guess how many times he was sacked, coach? Uh, I'm going to go with a big fat zero. Guess how many QB hits there were? I'm going to go zero. Zero. Double zeros. Martha Johnstone. Embarrassing. Derek Carr, 15 for 26, 101 yards. His average was 3.9 yards a throw. How many, how many yards did uh, Devontae have? He had uh, three, three yards, one reception, five targets. Devontae freaking Adams, top five receiver in the league. I always argue is number one. I'm not going to say he's not because of this, but this is abysmal. The Raiders had one completion past the 10-yard line. One. Uh, Carr throws a pick, triple coverage. 2022 Tyron Matthew picks it off. You know that's bad when that happens. Um, Jacobs, it would only have carries, been better. Three yards. Sorry, well, it, said it only would have been better if Dan Sorensen. If Dan Sorensen had made that interception, I oh think my god, yeah. yeah, yeah, you probably would so have drove, walked up that mountain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no railing up there. Um, Josh Jacobs, ten carries, forty-three yards. What is the recipe for success here? Josh Jacobs, twenty carries, bare minimum. Ten does not get it done. You know what did get it done was Alvin Kamara, three total touchdowns, his first one of the season, followed by an additional two. Two were receiving, one was rushing. He had 62 yards rushing, 96 yards receiving. Unfreaking real. Taysom Hill, 10 carries, 61 yards. They don't have an answer for Taysom Hill. Here's the answer. If he's in Wildcat, he's going to run the ball. What is so hard for, for them to understand? Wide open gaps in the middle of the field. The tackling on Kamara was not tackling. It literally looked like they were playing flag football. I think it was Amik Robertson. Literally just gave him like a, like a hip check. He looked like Dak Prescott warming up for the game. Gave him a little hip check and thought he would fall <laughs> over. Uh, it was There was no Michael Thomas, no Jarvis Landry. There was no Marshawn Lattimore. It didn't freaking matter. This was embarrassing. It was kind of like the Texans game. These guys catching the ball, I have no idea who they are. The rookie corner that was on Devontae Adams who stood over him. First, chill out on that, pal. Um, <laughs> yeah, respect, respect the goods. Um, I don't even know who that kid is. I have no idea. 
there's so much to dissect on this loss. I can't even start. I just cannot stand. And it's similar to the, uh, we were fighting for our first win against the Broncos and McDaniels goes for it on, I think it was fourth and one. And I don't recall if that was a game where Devonte Adams lined up in single coverage. Yes. That's kind of like a trick play. You expect they're going to run it down with, with one yard on the line. Sure. And that's just a smart play. You call it a trick play if it is what it is. But a jet sweep with Devontae Adams on third and one. Stop. He is magic with the ball in his hands, not behind the line of scrimmage. If you want to throw a screen to him, fine. That's at the line of scrimmage, not behind it on a freaking jet sweep. When you have Josh Jacobs and you need one yard. Um, And then a fake punt. You can do this kind of shit, uh, excuse me, when you're ahead by, I won't say 17 points because we blew that lead to you guys and the Cardinals. When you're ahead by 24 points, yeah, 24 is a perfect number. That's when you can do a little fake punt or a jet sweep with Devontae Adams when it doesn't really matter. It When you're up 0-0 and your offense looks stale as hell, don't pull the trick stuff. Just run the ball, and I don't care if you have to slant Devontae Adams to death. Move the ball down the field. They didn't move past the 50-yard line until two minutes left in the fourth quarter with Jared Stidham as quarterback. This was abysmal. It was embarrassing. It was, and here we go. Let's go on the blame section. Fire Josh McDaniels. Get rid of Derek Carr. Start from the ground up. No, the foundational pieces are there. We've seen that the team can produce. The defense can shut teams out. This was just not one of the occasions, but what we saw is the the clear pattern we've seen with the Raiders where things don't go right in the beginning. We get into a hole, and as we saw, the hole grew from 7-0 to 10-0 to uh 17 to zero and then they just it's just a, a snowball out of control downward spiral destruction everything the implosion was there um so i'm going to give some of the play calling as i just mentioned the fake punt the the jet sweep and then some of these deep shots that they're going for that just weren't there um well they didn't go for many but when they did it, it was not there the team was not executing the plays properly i don't I think that a lot of the right plays were being called, but if we have to dink and duck our way to success, then do it. Once again, Carr had some coverage sacks. Oh, and and let's go on that. So he was hit nine times, and he was sacked four times, and then, of course, he threw a pick. So he was under duress for a lot of the game, but he was holding onto the ball for what seemed like the entire month of October. It was ridiculous. Uh, And then, obviously, some were coverage sacks where people just could not get open. But if you can't scheme... Hunter Renfro and Dar- and Devontae Adams uh, open, then something is wrong with your scheme or something is wrong with your play calling. Like I said, if you have to run crossing routes or slants or anything basic like that just to get the ball in their hands and do it, but you were just – it was just punt, 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 interception, punt, punt, punt. It was a disaster. Daniel Carlson didn't even get a shot to line up for a field goal. That's how, how poorly the offense was moving. Um, the Saints have allowed 28 points or more every game in the last four weeks. Uh, and then to to shut the Raiders down, which was a top five offense or getting to be at that level um, is just, it's abysmal. It just doesn't make any sense. And then here we are on the other stats, the defense in total, they had two passes defended, two tackles for loss, zero QB hits, zero sacks. The saints had eight passes defended, seven tackles for loss, nine QB hits, four sacks. And of course the, the interception for the honey badger, which was a terribly thrown ball in triple coverage Carr almost tried a no look pass. He might as well have said that's what it is because he clearly wasn't looking at what the defense was doing when he threw it. That's an eight minute rant. That, that is, uh, <clears throat> that was, you, you brought the heat man. And, and, uh, 
uh, props were keeping it at PG thirteen level as you could. I, tried. I think I, I think I dropped a couple curses. But you I, dropped I a couple curses, keep... but that's that's to be expected. Um, you know, didn't watch the game. Uh, was working, but uh, just seeing that score, you know, it's falling on on Stat Tracker and ESPN and stuff. I'm like, this this can't be real. You know, first off, Carlson. I needed him. I needed him in fantasy. If I had had if I had Carlson in fantasy, I'd actually he just had his kip typical like two field goals, a couple extra points. Probably would have won, but. Nonetheless, um, an abysmal performance, man. You guys have not given yourself the opportunity to have games like this, okay? You know, like, team. I mean, a game like this is inexcusable to get shut out by the Saints. Really, to get shut out by any team in the NFL at this rate is just insane. But, um, you know, sometimes, you know, you could have a loss, like, you know, when the Chiefs lost to the Colts, bad loss, no doubt might have some effect on them in the AFC uh, playoff picture as far as seeding goes, but like they were, it doesn't decimate their season. Something like this could be very detrimental for them. Uh, Just record wise, um, you know, confidence wise, you know, uh, I don't think it's completely true when players say they don't listen to the fan bases and whatnot, because, you know, they listen and I'm sure they're, they're on Twitter and they're, they're, I would, you know, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Who knows? You know, I would, if I was them, I would stay away from Twitter at this point. But I think ultimately, man, I I think we're getting to the point like where uh, Carr, I don't know if he's the answer. Um, I I don't know, like McDaniels, I, I I just, I really have no words for, for, I know it's one game. I know it's one game and I know like you're going to have bad days and, and things like that. And they could come out next week. Who are they playing next week? The Jags, the Jags. So they could come out Jags, score 48 points and every, you know, everything's good and dandy again. But um, it's just the mistakes and the lack of like effort. And, you know, cause for me, lack of effort is a perfect word. Lack of effort. Um, you know, for me, a lot of people would say the Denver Broncos had the best, offseason in the AFC West. I don't agree with that. I thought the, the Raiders said you get an all pro wide receiver in Devontae Adams, you get Chandler Jones. Um, you get two two studs. Chandler Jones didn't do anything. So it's like in your offensive line, it's just there's so many things that I, I dude, I, I don't even know. I, I I just like for you, obviously I'm not a Raiders fan. I, I'm a fan of I'm a fan of you, but like thanks Bill. They, they and you know obviously we have some good Raider followers and stuff that we give each other shit and it's all good it's all you know it's all all good and fun and you know one day we'll all have a beer and talk shit to each other in person but um it's just inexcusable at, at this point of the season not to score when you know every every game counts every win counts the Broncos win earlier right like you don't and then you go get shut out by the Saints who are a good team a, a, a decent team I should say uh, they have a decent defense, but you don't have Lattimore. I mean, you don't have all these offensive pieces. It's It's got to be beyond frustrating. And uh, Andy Dalton continues to be perfect against the Raiders, which is just nuts. So, I yeah, don't know, four, man. He's 4-0 now. Yeah, he's yeah. 4-0 now. And um, it's just – it's inexcusable. And all the hate and the, the visceral and all the things that people – and, you know, don't say someone should die, but, like – Derek Carr might not be the quarterback, you know, after this year. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, and who knows what's going to happen with the trading deadline, the trade deadline. Um, 
I was even thinking like, man, if someone, if someone came to you right now and offered you Jacobs for a second round pick offer your second round picks for Jacobs, would you take it? No, no, I wouldn't. Not right now. Not right now. Okay. So, you're, think, so you haven't completely if, thrown the, the, the I, I haven't. So, cause I think that I've watched it enough where I see that the potential is there. The defense can shut an offense down, usually for not more than two quarters, but they can do it. And then the offense can put a substantial amount of points on the board. The issue is coming out of the gate hot, um, not missing on tackles, being careful with the ball. You know, Carr's pocket awareness, I thought, was starting to improve, and he was showing that he could be a little more evasive uh, when he sees pressure coming. Um, We didn't really get to see much of that uh, this week. The way that I try to look at it to be rational is, the Eagles won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. The Rams won a Super Bowl with um, Matt Stafford. I would kind of put Derek Carr in that tier of quarterbacks. Granted, those teams had pieces uh, that were, you know, the Rams did it with Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. We don't have an Aaron Donald or Jalen Ramsey. Um, you know, we got a Max Crosby and a Nate Hobbs who's on IR. But I think that there just is still potential on the team. Like, until they're mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, I'm not going to say that when the trade deadline hits, we should be selling. Um, I think that there's a reason that you haven't heard Jacob's name go out there for, you know, he's a top five, top five uh, rusher right now um, that you haven't seen these, t- these names floating around yet. You know, people are already talking about get rid of Waller. The guy's injured. I-, I am a little upset that he, I don't think you should ask for an extension when you know you're not a hundred percent. That's kind of where I'm at with that. We probably could use a little Darren, Darren Waller on Sunday. Um, a fun fact, when's the last time the Raiders were shut out? Uh, Good guess. Taking 10 years ago, I don't know. So it was 2014 against the St. Louis Rams. Oh, go figure. Guess who was the Raiders head coach then? Uh, who was the Raiders head coach in 2014? Um Surprise me. Dennis, Dennis yeah. Allen. Dennis Allen. Yeah. 52 to zero was the score. Rams. Your Saint, your former St. Louis Rams. For former St. Louis Rams. Go figure. Yeah. So that, that's so Carson. said, yeah, I, I'm familiar with this feeling. It, I recall when it happened, this and this and that. So, uh, unless he was fired by then, I think you got to work out the rest of the season, but that was Carr's uh, rookie year. Um, so yeah. So, so I'm on, I'm on Twitter right now. It's something I told you yesterday. And I just found it funny. So Mr. OG Raider, I guess he was a big guy on the Raiders Twitter. He said literally what I told you. Okay, he follows us on on the on socials, Mr. OG. Does he? Yeah, I'm not He says Al Davis would have made sure Josh McDaniels flew home on another flight, but definitely not with the team, uh, which I told you yesterday. But you did. Well, you I said did. you think that Al Davis would have fired Josh McDaniels. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think some other Raider fans probably would agree with me on that. Yeah, uh, I think. Noticed, yeah, he, he might have. Al Davis was. Yeah, he would have just been. Especially with what they thought the team would be this year, so yeah, uh, that's the thing. that's why I'm just still not ready quite to sell. So obviously they stand at two and five, which is a horrific, um, horrific record. But they're still, um, what do we have now? Ten more games left in the season, which this is not. The, they were at this point they were five and two last year, so now they're two and five um, with a superior roster, or at least I thought thought it was more superior. Um, you know, like Yannick Ngakwe was far more productive than um, Chandler Jones is right now. So, uh, but, and while I want to see them succeed against the Jags next week, 
it's going to take a lot for me to even like right now, I think before the call, before the, the show started, I said in my mind, I cannot pick them to beat the Jags. I'm too disgusted with what happened. And I don't know if that room is going to rebound and, and come, come together and beat Jacksonville next week who did okay against the Broncos. Not great, but their defense uh, certainly picked it up despite Russell Wilson looking so terrible. Oh my God. Um, we'll get to that later. All right. Uh, we did have one question before we move on to our predictions uh, from Jordan. Hey, what's up, Raiding the Kingdom? My question for you is, how do we right the ship? Why are we so inconsistent? One week we're hot, one week we're not. And why do we consistently make awful quarterbacks look like Tom Brady? Andy Dalton is horrible. Horrible. And today, our defense made him look like Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. What do we need to do to, to fix what's going on? And, and, and how do we write this ship? That's a, that's a good question and a, a perfect analysis because that is, the Raiders do this all the time. They played Nick Mullins with the 49ers uh, Thursday night football. I took the night off that night and Nick Mullins tuned them up last year, losing to Justin Fields, losing to Daniel Jones. Like these are, middle bottom tier quarterbacks. We have no Justin Fields love on the show. If you haven't picked up on that by now, he's garbage, but they do this all the time. Um, This defense has just not been at the level they need to be at for years. They show flashes, but they cannot draft or retain the pieces around them. Like we saw Arden key having a much better, he's been doing better with the 49ers and now the Jags than he did when he was with the Raiders. Um, who is that that is on the D line for the Titans, whatever, but he, he played during the the Mac era and we also let him go. And now he's, he's producing like crazy over there in Tennessee. So having the right pieces on defense is a huge part of this. These bad quarterbacks should not play that well. I think that we can write the ship with who we have right now, but Patrick Graham is going to need to make some adjustments. I don't care if you have the best defensive scheme. If you know that these certain players don't have, the proper strengths and apparently weaknesses to pull off that scheme, then it doesn't matter. So either we need to find more guys or you need to adjust your scheme to fit their strengths. Cause right now uh, it's just not working. I did see that Jonathan Abram was benched. Maybe he needed to go back in. I don't know. Trevon Merrick had an interception, but he stepped out of bounds and, and you know, so that's kind of falls into ball skills. Like that's great. You got to pick, but if you can't haul it in and, and keep it, keep it clean, then it does us no good. So I'm, I think there need to be some adjustments. I think in the words of Aaron Rodgers, the offense needs to be simplified a little bit. And the offensive line, I really thought had been doing well. Um, but there was just some missed assignments and just really like terrible protection um, this week. Like I've talked about it more times than I have, but like the Devontae Adams jet sweep, all that needed to happen was um, the left tackle had to block their D end and uh, he didn't. And that's why Devontae Adams got smashed in the back. And, and that was the end of the play. Um, so, yeah, really just overall, the plays have to be executed better. I think things need to be simplified a bit. And then the defense needs to be tweaked to play to our strengths. And uh, even if cover two is the way to go, if you have two safeties that can't cover and can't tackle, then the scheme doesn't matter. Uh, Coach, I don't know if you had anything else on Jordan's question. No, I think, uh, you know, Jordan, I appreciate you shouting out Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I think the best thing you guys could do is, is go back in time, trade up, and and draft Patrick Mahomes, and you could actually have a decent quarterback. But that can't happen, so I don't know. I, I listen to Brendan. He, he seems to know more about the Raiders. He does know more about the Raiders than I do, so 
I would just go with his. We had a pick. We had a pick above you that year, I believe, and I think we went with Gary and Conley, corner from Ohio State. And I laughed at my buddy Dan when Chiefs picked Pat Mahomes. That is forever burned in my mind. Yeah. Although he would probably suck on the Raiders because yeah, he probably see... would because it's just a abysmal pit just, of misery. So it is. It's I. I am miserable. The black right hole. Now. I mean, it's the black hole. Yeah. The black hole. It is. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. The, just the other thing that that Jordan said and. Carr had said something after the game about how it's embarrassing and lack of urgency and things like that. When I looked at the sideline, obviously I wasn't there, so I couldn't see everything going on. But like, I would see Carr talking to someone and smiling. Uh, I would see guys like helping Saints players up. Like, there shouldn't be a smile. There shouldn't be anything casual. That sideline should be fired up. Like, let's go. Let's fix this. Like, you should have so much to talk about. Every time you came off the field, which Derek Carr, you came off the field a billion times because you guys never stayed on there. The defense spent the night on, on the field. I'd like to see that. That's the only stat I don't have is the time differential of how long the defense is on the field compared to the offense. Um, but yeah, I, I want to see more urgency on the sideline. And if you have to correct something, don't just stick to the game plan and keep what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing time and time again, expecting yep. different results. So they were doing the same crap and it wasn't changing anything. <sighs> I'm tired. I'm tired and I'm exhausted. All right. I'm done with them. Let's switch to week nine predictions. All right, coach, I need you to talk for a little bit. I'm, I'm a little bit out of sorts here. Okay. Uh, so week nine predictions for last week. I'm going to say that we're both going to be right tonight and the Bengals are going to beat the Browns. Yeah, uh, that puts me at eleven for fifteen. You at nine for fifteen. All so right, I'm you're... slowly gaining on you. I'm slowly. Gaining. You might actually be in the lead right now, so I don't know. We'll have to do a recheck on that one. Yeah, I, obviously, I had too many other stats to pour over today uh, than to get that going. Um, all right, so you have Thursday night football. This should be a tough one: Eagles and Texans. Eagles. Eagles. Uh, I mean, I could talk for a little bit on Jalen Hurts. Uh, you know, AJ Brown might get four touchdowns. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, the Eagles are going to take this uh, far and away. Um, they're going to continue their undefeated march, uh, which I don't think they'll get to. But they'll, they'll definitely beat the beat the Texans. I, I, I'm pretty solid in saying that. I'm with you on that. Uh, next, we have Patriots and Colts. I'm going to have you take two because I just, I need yeah. a breather. Okay, you need a breather. Patriots and Colts. Uh, I'm going to take the Patriots. The Patriots looked a little bit better this week against the Jets. The J E T as just just Jets. Uh, the Milf Hunter needs to step it up, by the way. But anyways, uh, Sam Ellinger, um, probably not the long-term deal. I think he he was decent. Um, you know, if Taylor was 100% healthy, they just haven't had much luck uh, in, in Indianapolis this year, even though hopes were high. So I will I will take the Patriots. Um, Bill Belichick has a way of just kind of making things happen, and uh, I think Mac maybe got a little bit of his swagger back. I got my swagger back, and uh, the Patriots will. You remember that line? Um, I think yeah. I got my swagger back. Shout out the boy Travis Kelsey, but uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Patriots. I'm going to take the Patriots as well. I think one thing you can always count on with Bill Belichick is having a pretty decent defense, and uh, they really tuned it up on Zach Wilson yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Orlovsky's quoted as telling Zach Wilson that it's time to grow up. Wow, it's time to grow up. So, so I'm going to go Patriots. Hide your wife, Dan. <laughs> Dan the man. Yeah, yeah. Watch out, jeez. Uh, next, uh, oh, I'll take this one. Um, Packers and Lions. So uh, 
I know we expected a blowout yesterday. The blowout obviously came at 1 p.m. with the Saints and the Raiders. Right. Um, but last night, I thought it was a pretty decent game with the Packers and the Bills. A um, couple questionable calls. Obviously, the Packers were going out with basically a practice squad of wide receivers, and they they I kind of think they held their own. I think they're going to beat the Lions. I almost want to pick against them just because I, I like Dan Campbell and the crew, and I think they're – still on the up and up to being really, really good. It's just not there yet. So I'm going to go Packers uh, over the Lions. Yeah, I'm going to take the Packers too. I want to take the Lions. Um, the the Lions are just, they're so close, and I really hope they don't fire Dan Campbell. The, the, the Lions are going to end up with a couple more wins, and they obviously only have one now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, That just I hurt my that, heart when you said fi- fire Dan Campbell. I, I said I, I hope I they want, don't fire Dan Campbell. No, no, and I'm saying, but it's just like, you know. I, I think, I think the, the players love the guy. I think they're just – not there yet, but they're getting there. They're very close. Um, and you know, Jared is Jared Goff the long term answer? I don't know, but um, probably not. But get them a good, good young quarterback to go in that system with that team. Watch out! But Packers are taking it this week. Yeah, I'm, so I'm with you on that one. Uh, next, you have uh, Chargers and Falcons. Chargers and Falcons, the upstart Falcons, the number one team in the uh, NFC South. Uh, I will take. I will take the Chargers in this game. Uh, reluctantly, uh, they you know they've just been decimated by injuries and whatnot. And the Falcons, the Falcons are on the up and up. So I, honestly, I'm going to take the Chargers. But if the Falcons win, wouldn't be shocked. Same here. So I, I'm just going to take the Chargers. I, I'm not falling in this camp where the you know uh, Justin Herbert really isn't as good as everyone says. He is very good. Let's just be real. The kid has talent. Um, so don't diminish it just because he's dealing with an injury and some, you know, classic Chargers injuries. But I think they'll have enough to take on the Falcons. Yes. Uh, Bills and Jets. Bills. I don't really think there's a question there. They're definitely missing Brees Hall. If you're going to turn it into a shootout and you want Zach Wilson to throw uh, 28 for 34 for 350 yards, it's not going to happen. Um, so Bills, they're on fire. Yeah, I'll take the Bills too. All right, next, you have Vikings and Commanders. Vikings, man. Kings of the North. Yeah. Kings of the North. Austin did tell me, he goes, wow, the Vikings are on a terrace at Kings of the North. His response, shut up. Um, the Packers are no longer Kings of the North. The uh, What is it? What are the bad guys in Game of Thrones? The Lannisters. The Lannisters have taken over from Green Bay. So the Vikings uh, over the Commanders for sure. Although Taylor Heineke is better than Carson Wentz. Just putting it out there. Uh, next, Panthers and Bengals. Panthers are having a resurgence after uh, getting rid of Matt Rule and and uh, having Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold on the sideline. Uh, but still, I think the Bengals are starting to come alive. Joe Burrow, who I still think doesn't care all that much, is playing much better. I'm going to go uh, Bengals. Oh, sorry, mid-yawn. Bengals as well. Bengals as well. You weren't boring me. I was just tired. Yeah, I'm tired. Fair enough. Uh, next, you know, we'll save that for a minute. No, we'll just do it now. Raiders and Jags. Raiders and Jags. Dude, I, I, you know what, dude, I had to say it. I'm gonna take the Jags in this one. I, you know, the Jags have been right there. Uh, is it, is it in Vegas or is it in Jacksonville? I actually need to check. I, you know, that the last thing I wanted to do was look on, uh, and see, you know, kind of see what, um, let's see here. What we had next when I was just pretty much already chalking it up to a loss, uh, for next week. Let's just take a quick gander, but the, well, you're at Jacksonville. You're at Jacksonville. at Jacksonville. Okay. 
They're two and six. Raiders are two and five. I'm going to take my Raiders. I just think that overall, the talent on paper and in real life, the Raiders are better. And if they can execute properly and leave Florida with a win, that's what has to happen. I don't think they have anyone on the roster that's capable of covering Devontae Adams. I also thought the same thing about the Saints. Um, the Jags' pass rush is real. So this is something that's going to have to be so corrected. the spread right now is minus one for the Raiders. So... That's crazy, but uh, yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Jags in this one. I normally roll with you guys, but after last week, I just I do not blame you in at all. But to take my analyst hat off and to be a homer, I'm gonna take the Raiders. I think on paper they should win, but I could see this being a loss. I really could. Um, all right, so we differentiate on that's that's the first one of the of the week. Mm-hmm. Next, uh, Dolphins and Bears. Dolphins, man. Yeah, Do- Dolphins, Dolphins easily. Dolphins keep rocking and rolling. If you make Justin Fields throw it, it's it's over. It's yeah. done. I'm going Dolphins as well. Next, kind of an interesting one: Seahawks and Cardinals. Uh, I'm going to go. Oh, go go See- ahead. Sorry, go Seahawks. I'm going to go Seahawks, man. I don't think. Uh, I'm going to go the Hawks, man. Uh, they are uh, they're impressing me, man. Geno Smith is doing great. You know, you know, between PJ Walker, DK Metcalf, the boys, Tyler Lockett, that that is a team that is locked in. You know, they are finally, like, you know, Tyler Lockett had said some shit, um, said some stuff, sorry, uh, about how the team doesn't have someone who, pretty much like a dig at Russell Wilson, how, you know, this is just a team that's all about each other, not just about one person, is essentially the cliff notes to that. Um, So, I I mean, I like the Seattle team, man. I'm happy for Geno Smith, man. You know, the dude has been around the NFL, um, a lot of different tours, a lot of different cities, but he has found a home in Seattle and they're just, there's a team that's bought in and they, and they believe in their coach and they believe in their system. And I think they'll get the win. Uh, absolutely. I am also with you. So I wanted to pick the Cardinals. They got D hop back. It's obviously done great things from their, uh, their offense right off the get go. But, uh, you know, I'm going to have to take, I'm going to have to take the Seahawks. I think it's great what's going on. I saw Tyler Lockett put up a little, little dig at old uh, Let's Ride there. He said it's amazing how well this team can do. That's when, what I was, uh, did, I, did I not say Tyler Lockett? Who did? What did I say? I think you did. I did say Maybe Tyler did. Lockett. I think I said Tyler Lockett. Okay. My you God, did, my yes. name is up. Yeah, no, you got it. So that, that was a great quote there. Um, yes. I'm going to go Seahawks over the Cardinals. Cardinals lost last week, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes they did to the Vikings. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your horn, your skull horn. My kings Ooh, of the north. I, I can't. Yeah, we will get someone on for as a guest for that that match. Coming yeah. Up. Yeah. Well, we'll try. We'll try. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we have another interesting sure. one next. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Rams and Bucks. <laughs> Rams and Bucks. Man, the Rams. These are like the two teams that everyone, a lot of people thought would face each other at NFC Championship game. Um, not going to be the case. Uh, I will take. Uh, I'll take the Rams in this one, uh, but I, I, I'm going to be interested. You know, we have about 24 hours until the uh, trade deadline. Rams got to make some moves uh, big time if they want a chance. Um, but I will take the Rams in this game. So I originally had the Bucks, um, And I think what's interesting is usually I make these predictions on Monday. So much happens between Monday and Sunday that could alter our picks. And we don't change them. We kind of let it ride and... You know, injuries be damned. We just kind of go for it. Um, 
Bronco Country, let's ride. Is it, let's, is it just gonna, yeah, let's ride. Yeah, but uh, so I think I'm also going to deviate and go with the Rams. They, I saw that they were in the, the market maybe for Brandon Cooks. Find an offensive lineman by any means possible. Trade whatever fourth-round pick you have left because you probably don't have anything higher than that. Um, and get a little more protection for Matt Stafford and maybe you have a chance at this thing. But they, the... They don't. Uh, that's the thing. It's like they don't need a wide receiver, dude. They need an. They offensive don't. Lineman. They need an offensive lineman. Like even, it's just a, the whole the whole left side is oh, is just man. so um, volatile. Like Matt Stafford has no shot. And then the 49ers, we always talk about how great their offense is and Shanahan's offensive mind. Their defense is just they're just cruising and they're uh, the the stunts and the twists and um, they just have great guys back there uh, in coverage that it's it's really hard to compete with. So and we saw that the other night. Um, I'm going to go Rams. I'm going to go Rams on this one though. I think that Tom Brady, while his personal life is out there for the masses, there is still just so much internally going on there. Uh, they're just not clicking and it's not working. And once again, they have their own offensive line struggles, but I think Aaron Donald is going to be coming for his head and uh, it's going to be good. So I'm going to go Rams next. Finally, you have a little more to speak on on the show. We've got beautiful Monday or Sunday night game. Ooh, these last two Sunday night games pretty good. Bills, Packers. Now we got Titans and Chiefs. And the last time the Titans and the Chiefs met up uh, with the regular season, you were there. Yep, you left we got, early. We we left early. We got absolutely smoked. And you know, I want to say this: we left early because we were getting decimated. Five hour trip had to be at work Monday. That's why. Um. Anyways, so uh. Four hour, four hour drive from four St. Louis. Four, four hour drive here from St. Louis area, something like that. Um, so yeah, we're ten and a half point favorites. Uh, the Titans in the regular season and even in the playoffs have tended to be our kryptonite. So let's not let that happen this week. Uh, I T- Tannehill should be back. Uh, Derrick Henry was just like, like in God mode against uh, the Texans this week. Um, so it'll be big test for Chris Jones, the boys, you know, uh, Nick Bolton and uh, Willie Gay are going to have to step it up and, and and try and contain Derrick Henry as much as they could, which they actually did last year. We just got burned by everybody else besides Derrick Henry. So if we can keep keep Derrick Henry contained, uh, I think we'll get the we'll we'll win this game. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see if. Um, the uh, if Tony comes in and, and, and has any plays. Uh, obviously, Kadavrius Tony is is a new chief, which is something that happened since the last episode. So I think he's going to be kind of like a uh, a Tyreek Hill type. Um, doesn't have the speed Tyreek has, but has the elusiveness and the abilities to break tackles like he has. Um, he, you can kind of put him anywhere. He's a Swiss Army knife. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how uh, they utilize him. Maybe they will. Uh, utilize him in the punt return game. You know, no offense, Sky Moore, but, you know, you need to work on that. Uh, but I'm excited, man. You know, Sunday Night Football is always fun um, and uh, prime time, and that's where Patty Mahomes shines. And uh, they just want to they just want to kick the Titans' ass. We got our asses kicked last year. Let's return the favor at Arrowhead, and let's go get the dub. So I'm, I'm, I'm expecting a, a very good game from the Chiefs. And I'm expecting Tony. You know what? I'm going to throw this out there right now. Tony, if he is playing, which we – Assume he is. He's had the bye week and everything like that. We'll score a touchdown. Getting a tutty Sunday night. Book it. Um, so I'm with you. I believe in the Chiefs. I think that the Titans without A.J. Brown are still not competitive enough to go the distance 
or a top tier uh, receiver at that. Uh, I I do want to see Tony uh, really get in the mix there. I put up the stat on our page that Tony has only had double-digit receptions two times in his career with the Giants, which, to be fair, is about a season and a quarter. But let's give him the ball more than five times, and let's see what... The guy is just kind of like Devontae Adams, where you just want to get... He's not in the Devontae Adams tier at all, but get the ball in his hands, and he is electric, he's dynamic, he's shifty, um, and he can make some big plays happen. So get him the ball. Let's see what, what happens. And he did run a four three nine at the combine. So he's not mm-hmm. slow by any means. He runs sub four four. Um so the potential is there and uh I'm gonna go Chiefs. I'm gonna go Chiefs for sure. Uh our last game, a great Monday night game, Ravens and Saints. Without question, I'm going with the Ravens. Saints can go. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Saints can just get the hell out of here. They'll be exposed by a real team that can be productive and put points on the board, and that's the Ravens. And I like Lamar Jackson. Don't like Andy Dalton. Don't like Tyron Matthew or Alvin Kamara. They're on my list forever. Ravens all the way. Big time win, 31-17. Ravens. Yeah, I'll take the Ravens as well, man. They they just got to get the dub, and uh, they will. So we've differentiated on one game Mm -hmm. against my Raiders. And I was, and I'm like 51 over 49 as far as percentage for my confidence in my team this week. Uh, let's just do a quick send it award. Why not? You know, let's I'm feeling, uh, I think I need to end on a good note. Here we go. I got to say, I got to say. Oh, here, cue the music. What you got? I got one thing. So I just, I just pulled up, you know, I, I try and check the t- phone, check Twitter and stuff when the, when the show's on, just in case anything crazy happens. So AJ Brown just got dr- drug tested this morning. And uh, he tweeted out, he's like, Roger, this is not random. You know, he had three touchdowns and had a boss game, 156 yards. And they drug test him like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Or get get out of here. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, that is hilarious, though. I'm surprised they also didn't uh, drug test uh, Derrick Henry after his performance. Or uh, C- CMC, who had a great day as well. Mm-hmm. That seems to be the trend. All right. Send it awards. There we go. I'm going to give my Senate award to Russell Wilson. It's called the United Award. The NFL fan base, or the just NFL fans in general, I don't think I've ever been more united against one person besides, well, maybe Deshaun Watson. But actually, no, they haven't. But the Russell Wilson, everyone thinks he's weird. He's corny. He's not a team guy. He's just this uh, odd enigma that kind of floats around it with this, you know, spinning around uh, at the 50 and and all that. And we have plenty of religious quarterbacks that people like. Um, he's just an odd one, and everyone seems to just not be buying into it. It just seems very uh, disingenuous. So the United Award, Russell Wilson, you have gotten all the NFL fans to unite together um, in hatred of you, basically. I would say hatred. That's a strong word. Dislike, distaste for Russell Wilson. Coach, who is your award for? I'm gonna, oh, wow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to the uh, the the triple option award going to CMC throwing Ooh. a touchdown, catching a touchdown, and running it in for the touchdown. That's the first time that happened since 2005. Um, you know, uh, they uh, the Niners were joking around. I forgot what receiver, but he's like, "Oh, we got that white boy." So go white boy, go white boy, go. I was out of a rap song back in the day, uh, and uh, yeah, CMC did it up, bro. He. Uh, he is, I mean, the, like the fact that he did that against the Rams 
And Sean McVay wanted this dude so badly. And he just like, sorry, bro. I'm a Niner now. And uh, yeah, I'm just glad that they didn't have like a full week plus to prepare for the Chiefs when they played because I think Chris McCaffrey would have done a lot more. So uh, yeah, Chris McCaffrey, the uh, triple option award. Good, uh, good work, my friend. Very nice. And a uh, fun story about that is Kyle Shanahan, I guess, was drawing up plays and he asked, I think it was the offensive coordinator. He said, uh, hey, by any chance, do you know if Christian can throw? And he sent him back a uh, tape of McCaffrey doing like a 56, 57-yard bomb. He's like, yep, drew the play up, and then we saw what happened after. Yeah. So pretty impressive Crazy. stuff. So that's the end of the week. Uh, I am still depressed, angry, mad, as you heard for that. We spent a good 20 minutes just discussing the Raiders and how much they blew it and embarrassed themselves on Sunday. Like I, I was, you know, scrolling through all the, you know, get up ESPN and good morning football and all that, see what they were talking about. No one, no one can even talk about them because it's just so embarrassing and pathetic. P is for pathetic. P is for um, pathetic. So that's the episode and um, we'll see you guys next week per usual. And if you're buying NFL tickets, SeatGeek promo code RTK for $20 off your first order. Don't forget that. Coach, anything for the people before we sign off? I just got to say this, guys. Like, use utilize SpeakPipe. You know, if you're going to click on the link, give us 15, 20 seconds. It makes the show better. We like interacting with you. Um, and just, I mean, say, I mean, don't say completely random stuff, but like, talk about, I mean, we got Raiders fans, we got Chiefs fans following the podcast that listen, obviously. Say some stuff, man. And RTK on yeah. Geek. We just want to interact with you guys. Yes. And talk smack. And just think in a couple up. weeks. The coach will be live from Los Angeles for the Chiefs and the Chargers. What, what? Oh, I forgot. That's going to be wild. Can't wait. That's going to be great. All right. We'll see you all next week. Link up with Coach in L.A. We'll be talking about that one for sure. Let's go. 